James for three. Bang! At the buzzer! We're talking about practice. Welcome to another episode of the Buckets and Beards podcast. Uh, I'm Foss, and with me always over there is George. Foss, how are we, mate? I'm doing alright, buddy. Um, so we are recording this a little earlier as we are going away yes, uh, over the sir. weekend. Um, so we've done a last minute bit of an episode. We thought we'd talk about a few things. Um, but there is one thing that we will be missing tonight, isn't there, George? There is. There is. There is. Your f- favorite part, and we've had a lot of good feedback about this part of our episodes, but we do not have an unofficial drink sponsor. We do not have one for tonight, which uh, is my fault because I just forgot to go and get us a drink Yeah, sponsor. and we weren't sure whether we were going to record tonight. We thought we might take a week off, Yeah, but we thought we'd jump on. We had a couple of good ideas, um, so let's just get into it, and... Games did start back today. Um, we are recording this on Friday after the All-Star break, so we don't really have too much to talk about. Um, there was a fair few blowouts today, so we're just going to probably leave that. Um, and we are going to first of all focus on what was All-Star weekend. Yep, let's do it. Like like you said, today's games, nothing too exciting. Like There's a couple of marquee matchups. But because of injuries and people not playing, it's not really worth too much of a mention. And I, I think I will start out by saying that I did not watch much of the All-Star Weekend at all. I reckon I watched about 20 minutes. And that was probably when I was here. And we watched a bit of the skills task. Yeah, and that was Skills garbage. challenge? Skills, skills challenge? I think that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. And, look, it, and, and it was trash. Look, when Ed Edwards get... was throwing up left-hand jump exactly. shots and it just was not good. When you get players that are coming out that are actively not trying, like Ant yeah. shooting left-handed corner threes, like, yeah, and I get it. You're a professional. It's what you do all day, but... And Scotty, Scotty Barnes is not skilled enough to be in the skills challenge. I know, like... Oh, like he was coming as a replacement, wasn't he? I don't, I don't know. Like, he's a good young player, but was so lackadaisical about it. The, you know, he dribbled the ball off of his foot. Like, that's yeah. the sort of stuff you do in under 12s. Um, and I've got a little thing here that Ant actually came out in the media and Didn't said, he say something about he was going to shoot everything left-handed all weekend or something? He, or was he, it a bit he about... Was, he was having a bit of banter about that. Like, he said that to the coach and that um, sort of thing. But, it, yeah. like, he's come out and he's just like, it's a break. I don't think any nobody wants to come out here and compete on All-Star Weekend. And that's just what it has been. Um, for a very long time. Like I sent you a thing the other day about the uh, viewage of the All-Star game. It has been steadily declining. Steadily declining. Um, Since 2003, like 2003 had 10.8 million that that tuned in for the All-Star weekend. And last year, 2023, was 4.6. Trash. Like just massive drops off. Just nobody wanted to tune in. There's so many discussions in the media these days and i guess look at the end of the day we're a media platform now as well about how to fix the all-star weekend yeah and look it's a hard one i get it from a player point of view that their job and what they are paid huge amounts of money to do is effectively to play a game 
but they're employed by a team with the ultimate goal of winning a ring. Yes. Like that's their job. So I understand them not wanting to come out and turn an ankle in an in essentially an exhibition game and and miss six weeks of the season. I I did watch the first bit of the All-Star game. Mm. Um, and it was a few of the young players where I was just like, oh, okay, here we go. These guys are competing. Like they came out and Tyrese Halliburton, the smiling assassin, um, he was cooking. Early. He was cooking, and then like he was, he was putting in effort. Mm. Um, but then you had players like Joker and Dontich. They that, were taking the they P-I-S. were taking the piss. Yeah, absolutely taking the piss on just what was expected in the All Star game. Like I think they were barely warmed up. Oh, there was. They both went for dunks and rim stuffed it like could which not was, get over the rim because they weren't warmed up enough which like was that's hilarious. when i think that's when they're more likely to pull an injury absolutely but um but then halliburton um who else was in that game oh like towns came on and lit it up towards the end um, towns had like big cat had what was it 31 points in the last quarter yeah, the last quarter but when you know when you're attempting 35 shots in 26 minutes on the quarter whatever it was like, yeah that's obscene. Um, and but like nobody was driving to the rim. Everyone was just shooting long shots. And yes, Dame caught fire, which was which is sort of entertaining, dude. It's it's a it's a dunk comp and a three point shootout really, all rolled into one. I was really hoping a few of those young guys got to stay on the court a bit longer and just hustled. They because they they want to be out there. They a few of them showed that they wanted to be out there. But when later in the game when that came along, they put on the old stars that everyone wants to see. Um, I was a bit surprised KD actually tried pretty hard, especially yeah. towards the start. But he once again, he 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 was on the bench for a lot of it as well, yeah. um, which I think comes down to that injury management yeah. and that sort of thing as well. It's why LeBron played 14 minutes as but, a starter. But three fouls and three block shots in the entire game. Yeah, three fouls for the entire game. Like I, like, I saw footage from the 2001 ridiculous. one where Shaq was playing and Kobe and all that sort of stuff. And it was intense. There was like 40-something fouls for that yeah. game. Like, people didn't want to lose. Exactly. And now people just don't want to get hurt. And yeah, it doesn't help when you've got someone who they're talking about being like the next face of the NBA coming out going, oh, this is just a holiday. No one wants to compete. Yeah, it's just a holiday. And it, and it is for a lot of players. Like, you, you look at the scheduling. They basically... If, you, if you're not playing in the All-Star weekend, you, you basically get a full week off. Oh, players literally book holidays. Yeah, and go away. Like I saw, um, Patty Mills was off in Hawaii or something with his miso. Who who was the player? I think it was Vladimir Radmanovic that during an All Star, oh, break, went snowboarding. Yeah, and, was and broke his wrist. Yeah, um, and and he had to lie to him about where he was because he he got told he couldn't go snowboarding. Yeah, so he tried telling me he fell in the bathroom or something. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of them who literally have booked holidays, and when they get picked for All Star, literally cancel them because mm. they're like, oh damn it, I have to actually go to All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Like, you look at you look at some of the positive aspects of the All-Star Weekend. Stefan Sabrina was great. That was that was pretty good. Um, the court was cool. Inescu. The court was pretty cool. Although, in that 20 minutes of the skills challenge we watched, <laughs> they, they had literally it. had an arrow on the floor in LED lights showing the their players, players where to run yeah. and they still didn't know where to go. But you look at a skills challenge and no one hustled in that little obstacle course. I think I think the the team that hustled the most was Indiana because they were in front of their home fans. Yeah. 
And look, maybe maybe that's what was decided that India were going to win it, so they put in a bit more effort. But look, do we even talk about the dunk comp? Look, they're they're getting G League players in because no superstar wants to do it. No, like Mac McClung can flat out jump. Respect on him jumping over Shaq. That's no easy feat for anybody, especially someone who's like my size. Yeah. Um, but he can't get a game in the NBA. And like, yeah, he's, he says he's going to keep grinding and he's going to keep work, working for that passion because he's always wanted to play on an NBA court and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, he's just, uh, I don't know. He's an athlete, but he's not a baller. Yeah. And look, for the dunk comp to be relevant again, you need the stars. You don't necessarily need the stars, but you at least need recognizable players. The only person that was recognizable in that dunk comp was Jalen Brown. And his and dunks were crap. His, I don't know how he made the final. Yeah. Jacob Toppin's dunks were so much better. I will admit his dunk where he jumped over the dude in the chair and did the D Brown like but he, eye cover. No, but if you watch that dunk, he doesn't do the eye cover until no, no, he's I'm let saying go of the ring. I saw on social media him practicing that. Yeah, where cool. he actually did it properly. Yeah, but he didn't do it properly in no, the dunk. That's comp. what I'm so saying. You, so you can't. I'm saying that would have been a really oh, good dunk. Absolutely. If he had pulled it off. Correct. But on the day, it was trash. It was trash. And the thing is, like, up on social media and all those sorts of platforms at the moment, they're showing highlights of good dunk comps. Yeah. Like, if anyone's at home that wants to watch a good dunk comp, YouTube Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine going at it. Those dunks were legit, and those guys were big enough names in the NBA to make it interesting. Like, you need Ja Morant to do it next year. Those ones of Aaron Gordon, how he jumped over the mascot, under the legs, and finished it, he was robbed. Oh, Zach Levine did the same dunk like three times. Look, Zach Levine did a free throw line dunk, and then he did a... And I think he did a windmill from the free throw line and then he did a two-handed dunk from the free throw line. Now, don't get me wrong. That two-handed Maybe dunk... Maybe between the legs from the could have been. free throw? Like, that, that's a lot harder than what we assume. Like, it's not just running and jumping, oh, but to be able to dunk yeah. that with... We, we know how hard that is. But to dunk that with two hands is pretty incredible. But for, for Aaron Gordon, when you've got the mascot, where he jumps over the mascot, puts the ball under his legs and then dunks it, and then you've got a mascot on a... Like the hoverboard, the hoverboard thing spinning, spinning around, like, and he times that perfectly, and he doesn't absolutely. even palm it. He like cradles it in yep. his arm and then dunks it. Like those those dunk contests were legit. Like, um, but my favorite part of the last few years, especially, has been the three point contest where, yeah. like, Sabrina Inescu almost would have won it. She would have made the final of the three point contest. Yeah, it's, it's the only thing that's of any interest at the minute. Yeah. So, look, do we have any any ways that we think it could get better? Like, I have one that sounds pretty controversial. Go. Um, so, my thoughts are that it will lose revenue, but they just need to scrap it. They just need to get rid of the weekend and maybe give them a week off. Maybe if they made it uh, every two years. Or... Yep, every two years, but they need to make it something that means something again because back when we were growing up, going to the All-Star game meant something to players. They wanted to go. They wanted to represent their teams. They wanted to be there for the fans. But if you're paying money to sit on that court and watch that game, I'd be wanting a refund. So this season, 
they introduced the in-season tournament because those games through November, December are generally trash, trash and boring to watch. What was it that got the players to actually give a damn and hustle? Trophy. Money. Nah. Dude, a million dollars is a million dollars. If I said to you as an NBA player- half a mil. Uh, I can't remember, but what I'm saying, like this is some of the stuff that's been talked about on NBA TV and JJ Reddick's podcast and things like that. Pay the players. Give the players a million dollars. Well, I was thinking about that. And if if there was an incentive of money for players to make it into the all-star, let's say that you can only make a certain amount. So you have to be in there like, four or five times but once that's done you're out you can never be selected again so it gives fresh people in there an opportunity to represent themselves and make that money showcase their talents yep and go into it so yeah you go all right you've got five selections four selections three selections whatever it is yep so you've got those young upcoming talents like your Tyrese Halliburton um who else could have probably made it like your Ann Edwards might have started trying again if it was something that actually meant something yeah it's, look it's not a bad idea yeah you know cap how many times players can be in it um and then look, it, it, money it, talks though man like if if you can you know you say to the players you get a million dollars that's a million dollars but there's got to it's got to come with conditions because if you're gonna you know as the nba shell out a million dollars ahead for that game that's a disgrace but if it's a competitive game, like you heard even in Adam Silver's post game where he said to Giannis, well, you guys scored the most points ever in the history of an all-star game. Well done. And then hands him the trophy. Yeah. Like he was pissed. Yeah. There was no defense play. No. Like there was, there was all-star games back in the 2008, 90s, 2009 where Dwayne Wade breaks Kobe's nose, blocking him on a dunk. That's what you want to see. No, what I'm saying is there was games back in the day where they wouldn't score 90 points yeah. in an all-star game. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but what I'm saying is like, you know, Kobe, D-Wade, KG, these guys, they they wanted to win. Like, oh, yeah. everything was about winning, yeah, so there was, a bit, there, was a, there was a bit of uh, sportsmanship and entertainment at yeah, the start. Of but then... It's a competitive gets, game. It gets like halfway through that first half and a team's down and then they're like, we need to start playing, guys. We, so, need to, we need to start doing this. What about something like this? Expanding the rosters to 15 players no. in each. In, in, just hang on. Hear me out. Hear me out. 15 players per conference. No. Just hold on, Foss. You have your voted starters play the first quarter. That's it. You have another five play the next quarter. Another five play the next quarter. And then you bring the starters back for the end of the game. No, they wouldn't do it. Why not? Too much time in between. That'd cool down. Do they, they play 12 minutes anyway. Yeah. Who cares? But something like that, I'm trying to think is, you know, and again, if you got to pay the players or do something else to incentivize them or through charities or whatever it might be, there's got to be something to get the players to care because right now they don't. Yeah. It's, it's the, the all-star game has lost its incentive of being a right that you play in. Yeah. Like exactly. that, that players, it's a privilege and stuff. And we've done our timeout series as we've talked about it. And part of that has been all-star selections. Yeah. Where now, if we're if we're doing another one of them, and we are thinking present day athletes, I reckon we need to almost scrap all star appearances. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because they're, they're they're basically meaningless these days. But the whole world does know 
that it, something needs to happen yeah for it to become entertaining again and that's the thing is that even the brightest minds in the NBA can't figure it out yet. Righto, George. We, uh, as we said at the start of this one, we haven't really got much to talk about this week as it's been the all-star break where all, all the players that aren't in all-star weekend go away to the Bahamas or wherever, Maldives, I don't know, Hawaii, and uh, they get a bit of sun and they get to relax. Um, so we thought it might be a good opportunity to do a bit of a prediction. Yes, so sir. we're going to have a bit of a competition between us two. Oh, by the way, speaking of competitions, you owe me a coffee tomorrow. I do. Yes, we did have our bet for um, three points uh, and tray. ice tray, ice tray, and uh, ice tray hit more. So yes, sir. Thank yes, you. I will get you a coffee at the airport tomorrow. Boom. Um, but so we're going to go back to the. I'll take the east. You take the west. Yep. And we're going to make predictions on the top ten. So the playing tournament up to the playing tournament, where teams are going to finish at the end of the year. And then we also might talk a little bit about the playoffs and uh, where teams are going to go. Yep. You want to start us off first? I'll, I'll start us off first. So right. at number one, but when it's all said and done, 82 games, end of the season, I reckon the Boston Celtics are still going to be number one in Agreed. the East. Um, and yeah, I don't see that changing. Uh, I think they still need to change their play style to win it, but uh, I'm, I'm going to keep them at one. Agreed. Okay. I reckon at number two, I reckon, and this is no bias, I reckon the Knicks are going to sneak up to number two. I reckon they're going to get it healthy and they're going to go on a bit of a run. Um, hopefully, Julius Randle can come back. There was talk that he might need to go in for surgery, but uh, fingers crossed that doesn't happen. But I reckon I reckon he's going to, the Knicks are going to come in um, at number two and finish the, finish the year strongly. Okay. I disagree, but okay. No, no. That, that, this is that, yours. That, this is yours. Hey, this this is why it's a competition. Exactly. Right? This is um, yours. I reckon the Cavs are going to drop down from two to three. Okay. Um, I reckon they're going to finish the strong uh, strongly for the year, and hopefully they can remain healthy. And uh, Donovan Mitchell Mitchell can keep playing the way he is. He's legit um, balling. He, he's legit balling. Um, the next one is a bit of a toss up, but I reckon the Bucks are going to fall to four. Okay. Um. Just as we keep saying, they're sliding. They're in trouble. Doc yes. Rivers isn't their savior. Um, so I reckon they're going to slide to four. Um, I'm going to put Indiana in at five. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to jump up to five. Um, coming in at number six, I'm going to put the Orlando Magic. I like it. I'm going to, I'm going to put the Orlando Magic up. At seven, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. Um, because without Joel Embiid, they're going to keep sliding. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxi's an absolute jet, but um, he'll be the most improved just, player. They don't have that one-two punch um, to do things, but they're they're still better than anyone else below them. I reckon on that on that. You uh, take him above Miami. Things. I'll take him above Miami. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, next, I am actually going to have Miami in it uh, in at eight. Um. I reckon your Atlanta Hawks are going to sneak up to nine. That, that's ambitious. And uh, it is ambitious. Uh, they are a couple of games behind 
the Le Balls at the moment, and then I'm going to sneak the Balls in at 10. Okay. So my play-in would be 76ers, Miami, Atlanta, and Chicago. And who's getting through um, in the play-in play Yeah. Um, I reckon it would be Philly and Miami. Yeah. I, I fill in so. Philly and Miami I, I, would, would fill out that fill out that uh, playoff bracket. Yeah, I don't think you could drop Miami out of that, especially with the Bulls and Hawks. All right. What what about your your top ten there, mate? Yeah, look, I don't see a lot of change as to what it currently is. Um, the teams in eleven through fifteen, so Utah, Houston, Memphis, Portland, and Spurs will stay there. No one else will will sneak in. Um, Look, I think the Thunder are a pretty good chance to top the West. Uh, as much as it pains me, probably the Clippers next. Um, and then the Wolves, Nuggets. Well, we have been saying that that top four or five in the West... Can go anywhere, can, man. Literally, you could lose one or two games and go from first to fifth. Exactly. Um, speaking of fifth, I think that'll be Phoenix. Um, I, I can't see them catching Denver, but I think they'll get up to five. Um, Pelicans, six. Mavs, I reckon Kings in seven. Mavs in eight. Lakers, Warriors, that sort of nine, ten. But the Warriors are on a tear at the moment. Uh, they're eight and ten, eight and two in their last ten. They've won again today. Clay's on the bench, but they they seem to have got their rotations down, so they could get on a run and get up as high. Steph as is Steph is playing legit, legit like. But I mean, like they could get up to seven or eight anyway. But they're still going to be in the play-in. So my play-in tournament is Dallas, Sacramento, Ooh. Lakers, and Warriors. Okay, and who's who's going to come out of the, the playing Lakers and Warriors? Lakers and Warriors. Yeah, yeah I think right, fair. I think like King James, you just don't bet against him in a clutch game, and you know, like I just said, the Warriors are really starting to click. Yeah. So I can see not necessarily them making a lot of noise and making a deep run, but I, I think they'll get out of the playing Dallas. I just still don't think a big enough like getting in Gafford and PJ Washington certainly helped, but all it takes is an injury to Luke or Kyrie and they're really going to struggle. And And Kyrie, we were looking at some of the stats earlier, you know, hasn't stayed on the court a lot yeah. in the last few seasons. And I mean, Sacramento are just, they're down on what they were last year. If De'Aaron Fox and, De and Sabonis aren't playing at an extremely high level. And Sabonis has been. Sabonis is having nearly have, triple doubles in the first half. I haven't heard about, about much about Fox this year. No, he's definitely been a little bit quieter. Huertas isn't shooting the ball well. Keegan Murray hasn't developed the way they were hoping. So they're struggling a little bit. But you know, again, they can knock teams off on a given night. Yeah, but keeping that core together, like they'll they'll bounce back next year, I reckon. Yeah, because they, they've signed all those players to long term contracts. They're not going to blow it up just yet. Exactly. They got to they got to have faith. Absolutely. Um. All right. So with my East, it would be Boston and Miami in the first round. Yep. Uh, Boston's going through. 
Yep. Um, I just think Miami haven't been as consistent as what they have been the last couple of years. They're just they're, there's something not there for Miami this year. Yeah. Like last year, towards the end of the season in the playoffs, you were like, oh damn. They're like, cooking. They're cooking, but there's just there's something not there for them this year. Yeah, agreed. Um, so Boston will beat them in the first round. Yep. Cleveland will beat. No, you got the Philly. Knicks too. Oh, yeah. So Knicks, Knicks will beat Philly. Yep. They beat um, them today reasonably comfortably. So. Yep. So who did I have? Cavs at three. Cavs at three, um, and that would be against Indy. Yep. Um. That's a tough one. Oh, that is a tough one. That would that would go down into a six or seven game series. Um, look, I reckon if Cle- Cleveland stay hot, I reckon they've got more Weapons. experience. Yeah. Than Indy, so I reckon Cleveland will go through. So at the moment you got Boston, Knicks, and Cleveland, um, and then the Bucks and uh, Orlando. Yep. So. I still reckon the Bucks will get through that first round. Just. Okay. Um, so, second round, who who have we got there? Man, we almost need a whiteboard to write yeah, I know. Look, it's, it's, it's hurting my brain this yeah, time I'm, on a Friday I'm, night. I'm trying to think. All right, so, Thunder, Lakers. Let's say that's your first round matchup. Yep. Lakers. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. The Lakers have, have got the got the wood on the thunder this season just because they're a bit bigger, a bit stronger. Okay. So, there we go on there. Uh, Clippers, Warriors. I'm going to say the Warriors as well just because I don't like James Harden at all. Okay. So, pure hatred. Well, let's see with the, let's see with the Omega coffee from that one. All right. Um, Wolves in at three. Or did I have the Nuggets at three? I can't remember already. It's late. I think you had the Nuggets. All right, let's say the Nuggets. Um, nuggets and the Pelicans. Nuggets will get that. And then Wolves and Phoenix. Honestly, man, that's another tricky one because you've basically got the best defense and the best offense in the NBA going at it. So that that's a real toss of the coin. Let's give it to Minnesota just to show them some love. Okay. Um, all right, second round of the playoffs. Um, I'm going to put through Boston and Cleveland into the Eastern Conference Finals. Love it. I reckon uh, my Knicks are going to fall short. Bucks are going to fall short. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it depends. I'm not... I do reckon the Knicks have enough to get out of it and I will be absolutely stoked (laughs) if they pull it off. Yeah. But for betting convenience, I'm going to say it's going to be Cleveland, Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't disagree. And like we've said for every episode of this podcast, health is the key. Yeah. If if the Knicks can't get Randall back, if Anubi's not quite the same, if Mitch Robinson's not ready, they're going to struggle even to get out of the first round. Yeah. Um, but having said that. The same thing could be said for Boston. You know, Jason Tatum does an ankle or something like that and, and misses six weeks. Yeah, you know, they could get knocked out uh, straight away too. So, um, West Denver, no question. And look, right at the moment, I'm I'm enjoying the Warriors bandwagon. So, you're putting the Warriors. Through I'm putting the, the Warriors Western through. Final. Okay, yeah, against the Nuggets. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Um, so Boston and. Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Oh, who who so Boston, we're talking Boston having home court, yeah? Yes, Boston would have home court. Yeah. Um I have a feeling that Cleveland will have too much length yeah, for right. Boston. If it comes down to the seven game series. Okay. And okay, Donovan okay. Mitchell, big old spider over there, is uh is pulling out his best. And they're healthy, obviously. Yep. We talk about health a lot. I reckon Cleveland will get them in seven. Cleveland in seven. I reckon Cleveland will get them in seven and go through, seven. To, go through to the finals. Game seven on the road in Boston in yeah. the snow. Love it. On that parquet floor. Love it. All right. Oh, Denver. Cruising through. Denver. Yeah, like five games. And if it's Denver, Cleveland, it's Denver. It's Denver. Denver. Yeah. So... I've I've obviously taken control of of the West, yeah, and and you've had the East. Anything that you majorly disagree with with what I've said, or do you have an alternative team to come out of the West that isn't Denver, or do you see Denver coming out as well? Look, you did downplay the Clippers a lot. And yes, we do have a hatred of James Harden. I just don't trust the injuries. But I do like PG and the Claw and Mason Plumley. See, I liked PG when he was in Indiana and the Claw when he was at the Spurs. Yes, but but I see where you're going. Look, yeah, they're, they're playing. There, there is other players on that team that are doing well that aren't named Mr. Harden. Oh, look, Norman Powell's probably sixth man of the year. At yep. this stage, T. Lou's not far off of coach of the year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, it is probably a little bit unfair, but I'd do the same thing with Dallas and just go, don't like Jason Kidd, so they're going to lose too. Yeah. And look, that that's part of the fun of this is that, like, we get to make up our minds and decisions about who we who we think and like to come out of, personal out of it. Biases in it um, like, as a Knicks fan, I'm not going to say Boston a lot of times yeah. because, you know... There's a big bit of rivalry going on there. Um, but, yeah. All right, same question back. Like, is there anything different that you think that I might have not thought about or done no. wrong? Uh, the Knicks aren't going to finish second. Purely well, because of their injuries. They, unless they And can, I said that. Yeah. If we get healthy, I can yeah. see us finishing I've, second. I think Cleveland will finish second at the moment. I agree that Philly are going to slide. I agree that Milwaukee will slide. I think Orlando could be sneaky and get up to even five, the five seed. Again, it, it's all going to depend on matchups and how. Would I have them at six? Six, I think, yeah. Um, I completely agree with uh, Atlanta and Chicago being bounced from the play-in. And I agree with Miami not getting out of the first round. So I think yeah. the only thing I disagree about is is the Knicks, but again, that's purely based on health. I don't think too many teams are going to want to go into the Garden in the playoffs in that yeah. atmosphere and play there. Um, yeah, again, it, it's a toss of the coin whether Boston or and Cleveland come out. Let's let's be honest; like, it is probably Jason Tatum's time yeah. to win something. Like we were talking about it the other day, and I was like. He's only 25 years yeah. old and he's been to the NBA finals once and the Eastern Conference finals four times yep. in seven seasons. It's incredible. And it's just like, holy crap, like this dude's resume, it's about time that he's learnt on how to do that. And 
he's starting to pass the ball a bit more in, in clutch situations. Like he's using his offensive ability to get his teammates open. Yeah, right. Um, so that's that's one thing that I've criticized him, always criticized him about is his just a, uh, unwillingness to pass the ball in crunch time and against good defensive teams that it doesn't get, get it done. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so I reckon we, have, we haven't really talked about how we're going to score this. So what do you reckon? Um, we do it round by round and most amount of points? Sure. Yep. And so, or like, oh, sorry, end of the season. We look at the end of the season, top 10, and you get a score out of 10 for every there. place. Yep. Um, and then if we are majorly wrong on the playoffs, we might just have to do another... Uh, Re rehashing of it, and we'll do do like a draft board. Look, I think like pre playoffs, our last episode before the playoffs start, we we revisit this absolutely. So we're going to need a whiteboard between now and then. What do you reckon? Five hundred dollars at least on the line. Shake yeah, on it. Why not? Big stakes. Yep. Big stakes. We better we better uh, win something at casino this weekend. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But I think, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. It's been a bit of a short one than our normal weeklies, but as we said, we haven't really had much to talk about. No, it was a pretty quiet week, really. So it was just a short episode um, just to, to get a few things off our chest, I think, and a few ideas that we had, and we'll uh, release this probably tomorrow morning. And, yes, we will. Uh, before we, we will. jump on the plane. Yeah, before we get, a, get head off for a couple of days. But... Um, I'll still be on social media and I'll be posting some stuff up. Um, I'd love to hear your suggestions on what you want for our unofficial drink sponsor. Um, we had one from Brad come through the other day and uh, we've taken that on board. I'm not sure whether I don't get to pick the drinks. So no, you do we'll, not. We'll, we'll see whether see that comes to fruition. But uh, yeah, I'll put up a post. I'll put up a story and um, I'd love to, love to hear some suggestions on what you think we should have. Um, Probably just keep it a uh, non-alcoholic beverage. That's that's the plan at this stage. Yep. All right. So uh, thanks for sticking with us to the end. Keep an eye out for the merch as well. Um, that'll be dropping in the next couple of weeks. Peace. Peace. Catch you guys on the flippity flip.